What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the On My Way podcast. I'm your main man, the Big Easy. Aye, aye. I got my guy over here, Penel the Great. What's up? Hey, look, man, we got a real special interview today, man. Somebody near and dear to me, man. My line brother, my sixth dog, Mr. 305, Mr. LVJ. What's good, everybody? What's good? What's good? Shout out to the bros. Hey, man, how you doing today, team? Chillin' team. Chillin' chillin'. Good, man. Good, man. Tell the people about yourself, man. Well, uh, just graduated from University of West Florida last year, May, uh, engineering technology major from Miami, Florida. Got my own label called Just Because. That's um in Miami. I have several artists, photographers, and videographers for you. So, um, yeah, I'm on my Instagram page is LV underscore J-A-Y. Man, easy. So, man, what inspires you? Like your love of music, like, like, did you just wake up one day and you like, I'm gonna just rap, but I like it, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, yeah. what inspired you to pursue your music career? What inspired me for real? Uh, probably when I got in my car accident in 2018, um, August 11th, uh, just living life. Damn, like, damn, I was at work, next you know, I was in the hospital, so I'm like, damn, well, life's short, so I'm like, man, if I go today, will I have any regrets? And I like music was one of them. So I said, shoot, let me pursue music. Cause music always been a part of me since, you know, little kid, little kid, like growing up, listening to uh, music on your PSP, you know, downloading the songs on your PSP and all that. Yeah, I remember them days. I said, I had like Lil Wayne, Drought, all that good stuff on there. So that's probably where it came from. I've been had passion for music. Just I was in sports, so I ain't never really like pursued it. Okay, so you didn't really like grow up in the church with music and all like that, like, you know, like a lot of stories. Yeah, my mama stayed on having me in the church and stuff, but. As far as like music, it really just came from me just for being in Miami, listening to different sounds and having different little no way as far as you know the dances and stuff like that. So that's where it really came from for real. Yeah. So that's the, what inspired your your love for music. Yeah, I say my own city really inspired me. Lil Wayne inspired me. Um, DMX he inspired me on my music as well, and probably even my dad just being around him going to track practice, football practice. He always played different um, tapes on our way. So. Yeah, definitely. I remember my, my sports days, man. You listen to, you know, plug your beats in, your headphones in, whatever, and you, know, you just rock out, man, for a race before a game, whatever. So I definitely feel that. So who influences your, your style of music? Say again? Who influences, like, your personality when it comes to your music? Mm, who influences me? I say old school, Lil Wayne, of course. He inspired me. Um, he influenced my music, DMX. Um, what else old school rappers? That's the only just dumb two for real. Many dumb two because that's what I used to listen to. But as far as new, uh, La Baby, yeah, Gunna, No Cap, uh, La Dirt. So you consider the music you like? You create like trap music? Nah, I like my my music is like reflecting the music, like basically saying things I've been through or something I've seen already. That's what my music is. I don't, I ain't like. I love trap music, but I ain't been no trap type of dude because I've been in school and sports, so that's not like my my forte for real. Team, who influences you personally, like, you know, outside the music? Like, who do you look to for your moral structure? Uh, definitely my big brother because um, he finished school, he in the Navy, you know, getting his money, saving his money. I just seen him progress from a little child because he's my twin brother. So I see him progress from- You a twin? Yeah, I'm a twin. Yeah, 
I'm not identical though. You fraternal. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, definitely him though, cause he work hard, and I see him like have a like trouble pass. He like a like trouble like kid, as far as you know, always getting in trouble and stuff like that. And he really flipped the 360, and I just look up to him. He just motivate me for real, for real. I talk to him um every other day, ask for advice and stuff like that. So I say my brother, my big brother. Definitely, man. Yeah. Cause I know uh, he just got back from uh from a tour. Yeah, he just came back from Japan. Um, he was in Miami for a whole month, and he just recently left. He went to San Diego. That's where he's stationed at now in California. But it got to be good that you got you know more availability to talk to him now. He's back in the yeah, country, and everything, yeah. especially with everything going on too, though. Yeah, it's definitely clutch. It's good to have my um, brother back because like when he was in Japan, you know they time different. So every time I talk to him, he probably be like, it probably be like two o'clock over here, and it probably be like two in the morning over there. So yeah, yeah. but so this is way better now. We be FaceTiming and everything a lot more now. Definitely, man. So, you know, uh, you know, most people might know, you know, you, you, you're based out of Miami, man. You grew up in Miami, yeah. born, born yeah. raised Miami, man. You How was that? Miami. Man, growing mm-hmm. up in day and being from Miami, I could definitely say they um, matured me at a young age. Uh, just because of the, the way the lifestyle is, as far as, you know, it's a big city. It's a lot of people. Um, as far as middle school, I was at North Day Middle School. And Opelika, he ain't from Miami. That's like a real like trouble area, like a lot of gangs, you know, homeless people, and all that type of stuff. So you know, we come out of some community like that. It definitely, it's not hard, but like, it keep get you in P's and Q's and keep you right, like keep it's your head on the scribble. Yeah, like can't trust everybody. Like read people and like come to money. Far as like, oh, he really for me. He just hit me like just use me type stuff. Like. It's a lot of users in Miami. So, like, with Miami, uh, everybody knows it more as a tourist town. Yeah. And so, uh, the, the parts that you're talking about, why is that not, like, shown more? You know, why is that not seen a lot more when it comes to it? To be honest, I think it just comes from um, being marketable, for real, for real. Um, when you're not from Miami, you always automatically go think South Beach. Of course, downtown, Miami Heat, all that good stuff. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, it's already two sides of the story. Like, across the bridge, it's the city. You know, we got Liberty City, Opelika, Overtown, Brown Subs, Kara City, Miami Gardens, all them, like, different places. So, I just think they show Miami, they just show the good side so it can make more money off of it because that's all they be making money off of, just, you know, the beaches and, of course, all the drugs and stuff like that, too. But, yeah, that's why I think it is for for. Man, what was your motivation to stay out of that? You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you know, uh, you grew up in the church. You have a degree. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you went to, you know, decent schools. It ain't no normal degree. No, not a normal <laughs> degree. not no normal degree. degree in engineering. It's like, it's yeah. the it's the creme de la creme. Yeah, like, I mean, what, what really kept you out of that, the, the stigma? Hmm, what kept me? I ain't gonna lie. I think what kept me out of um, being in Miami, my brother, because he went to school. Straight out of high school, he went to Kansas, Coffeyville. Mm-hmm. I had chased him out there, and he was in Kansas. And we just enjoyed our time away from home. And we didn't know, like, what the world had to offer. Cause, you know, we just seniors just graduating, going to college. So we didn't know what to suspect. So I guess when we went to Kansas and we enjoyed ourselves, it really showed us, like, man, it's, like, way more to the world than just Miami. Like, for for And when I learned that, I just been on that wave since ever. Like, see me in Pensacola right now. 
So, I mean, like, yeah. so I guess you're saying, like, you know, getting out of Miami kind of kept you from getting sunk back into it. Yeah, basically. So, I mean, I know a lot of people, especially from, like, you know, those big city areas like Miami, they say, like, you know, I'm out and, like, you know, I'm done because they don't, they don't experience something different. Yeah. But a lot of people want to, you know, come back to give back, mm. you know. Um, and then, you know, you also have the population of people that just never got out in the first place and stayed there. Yeah. So, like, do you feel that now that you've gotten out, you've gotten a taste of something different, do you think you'll go back? Of course. Hell yeah, yeah. I got to go back. I got to show love to um the people that um show love to me, of course. Um, I got to um go pay homage to the people that helped me, you know, get my degree. Because at first, I wasn't good in math at all. And my uh, being an engineer, you got to be dominant in the math department. So uh, I definitely give back and uplift some people as well. Cause it's always good to give back to the um, community. I ain't trying to be I ain't trying to be like trick at nobody, but I'm trying to be like you know impacting my community as well. So I mean, do you do you want to do that by like moving back, or do you just want to you know? I just want to do it like financially, moving back however I can, and I feel like it benefits me. I do it. I ain't gonna say exactly what I'm gonna do yet, cause I ain't you know figure all that stuff out yet. But I'm definitely gonna make an impact in my city though. Do you believe that? Kids who come from bigger cities should take the leap out to to try yeah. different things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Cause like, you know, some some most of the kids in Dade County, they they ain't never been out of Dade County, so they don't know what to suspect when they go, you know, across the border to Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. So um, yeah, I definitely encourage that. And if I do have my first kid, I definitely encourage that to them as well. So um, yeah, but they fun. I ain't gonna lie, it's a place you could just stay there, like for real, for real. <laughs> like it's so much to do. But I just like to experience different stuff. I see myself as a pirate. Like, I like to go to different places and, you know, see what they got going on and stuff like that. So, okay. yeah. Now, earlier you mentioned, you know, uh, out of high school, you know, you went to Coffeeville in Kansas. Yeah. And then from Kansas, you went to Miami-Dade. Miami-Dade. And then yeah. from Miami-Dade, you went to Tuskegee. Yeah. And all the while, you played football. football. Yeah. And, you know, I know you had aspirations to, you know, go, go to the league. Uh-huh. So what, what made that kind of die down? What made it die down for like I just learned in college is like sometimes it ain't about you being the better player than the dude in front of you. Most of the time people like, you know, a nigga kissing the coach ass or the coach like the other dude more. Then me being a um a walk on made it harder for me because I ain't had no scholarship coming in. And my walk on at all stages? Yeah. At uh Skeegee. Yeah, at Skeegee. I was a walk on. So basically they were like, you know, the back burner of that. And then, I ain't gonna lie, like, during that, that was, like, the hardest, how can I say, transition. Like, being from a football player to a regular student, because, like, all my life I played sports. I always woke up, you know, worked out, did something for my sport. So, like, when that started to die down, I had to find another passion and somewhere I could put forth effort in, and that's why I probably could say music came. Okay. That's something else. You know? uh, and I feel you that, you know, all the time on the show, I always talk about, you know, how – it was difficult, you know, and uh, really the first thing, I feel like the hardest part is realizing that you're just one of a number in the NCAA, mm-hmm. JUCO, exactly. NAIA system. You know, you 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 get hurt, you're done. So what? Uh, you get uh, ineligible, you're done. Unless why, you why do you believe everybody thinks, athletes think like there's only one way to get it? I don't, I don't think that we think that. I just feel like, you know, just being a little kid, you always got them aspirations for yourself. Like, man, I'm going to go to the league. I'm going to work hard. Woo. Yeah. This going to work out. But then when life actually, like, settles in, you be like, man, dang. At this age, I thought I'd be doing this, but I ain't doing this. So then you got to, you know, maneuver differently or whatnot. But, um, 
it's difficult for some people. Like some people don't take it as good as me. Some people really get real depressed, um, yeah, suicidal. Like for yeah. real, for real. But it's hard. It's I talked to my so mama you know a lot though. You know, uh, I say I know you played football your whole life. I, yeah. You know, personally, I played baseball. I had my league aspirations, my league chances. You know, I kind of threw that away to play football at the collegiate level, chasing mm-hmm. a football, you know, dream. And once I realized, like I said, I was just one of one of the number. You know, I, I really just thought to myself I had an opportunity to work in my field and, and get paid and learn in college. And I was like, I could either give up what I've been doing my whole life of being an athlete or pursue my, my future, knowing mm-hmm. I didn't want to go pro. But it was tough. Like I say, like, that's what you've been trained on for probably All your point, life. about yeah. 15 years or more. Yeah. yeah. Um, you dedicate your whole body in that. Definitely. Right. You know, yeah. and I think, you know, you know, Pernell, with your question, I think that a lot of, you know, people sell the only, the dream of the only way of getting out the hood is through music, through drugs. Yeah. Or through, it's really not, though. Uh, sports, you know, and it's not, you know. It's living testaments every day. It's a lot of even athletes who got out of the hood that's still doing a lot of stuff outside of ath- athletics. Mm-hmm. Athlete, I call it athlete. Athletics is just a train, man. Mm-hmm. When you get off, it's on you. you feel yeah. Me? Like, no, nobody can dictate what you do with your life other than you. Yeah, you my mom always preached that um, education is very valuable. They, no one could take education from you. So, your mom's a, a teacher. Teacher. Right? Yeah. yeah. She teach. What she teach? Biology for a middle school level. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, let me let me ask you this too, man. Like I say, uh, before coming to UWF, man, you went to Skeegee. Mm-hmm. What was that transition like going from HBCU. JUCO to JUCO to HBCU to a PWI? Man, it was it was cool. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I was young, so I ain't think too much of it. But leaving from Kansas to Miami Day was different just because Kansas had dorms and Miami Day ain't got no dorms. It's just a school you go and you go home. So I was like, man, that's kind of weird. Like, am I even in college? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It was kind of weird, but I met a lot of good people out there. I joined Trio out there. Uh, I love them people to death. Um, I learned a lot from out there. I used to work my butt off on that damn white chalkboard just to get back to school, to get back on the field. Um, but that transition was big. Then coming from Miami Dade to Skiggy was fun because, like, now I'm coming from a school with no dorm to a school with dorms, apartments, parties, homecomings. So, like, I was yeah, turned. true college experience. Yeah, 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 I was turned, man. You kept. Yeah, they're all, man. So, you know, know we've been talking about it a little bit. You got a degree in engineering. Yeah. You joined Greek life. You were yeah. involved in school. You got your degree. How does being educated, how does having a degree, how does not fitting into that stereotypical musician, rapper yeah. lifestyle affect your brand? Um, I know one artist I always keep in mind is like Major Nine, you know, uh, Places You Will Go, one of my favorite songs in general, and, you know, my favorite song by him. Yeah. He talks about going to Miami. Playing football, but tearing it up in the classroom too. He don't. He only chose Miami because they had an engineering program that was pretty good. Uh, pretty good, you know, really good. Like you know, top in the state, top in the nation, something like that. Yeah, you know, music. Yeah, 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 good music program, University of Miami. Yeah, yeah, like he used football, like I said, as that train as that he got off where he needed to get off at. For sure, you know. So, like, how do you feel that? You know, um, not fitting into that stereotypical, I sold drugs, I dropped out of school, I went to jail, this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. affects your brand as a as a rapper. I feel like it don't affect it at all due to the fact I don't put um show myself as an artist that, you know, gang bang and try to say I kill niggas and all that dumb shit. I feel like it helped me, if anything, because every artist in the game ain't had that type of lifestyle. Like, 
you got people like Lil Wayne, Common, they actually got degrees, you know what I'm saying? And um, not to take nothing away from Lil Wayne, but you no, know, Lil Wayne got the screens. Common don't got the screens. So yeah. I say it like that, you know, you, it don't matter what background you came from, make it a stallion. She went to Texas, um, what, Southern? Texas. Yeah. Texas. And she Texas. one of the hottest girls right now out, and she a college student. So I don't feel like it hurt me because I, I ain't out here rapping like I'm J.D. Youngin or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, And I think that's really good, too, though, because, you know, like you said, in, in, in the following generations of rap, mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot more of, you know, people that didn't have to go through it like that. They just got a passion and they got a float yeah. and they make it work. You know, I, um, I forget what it was I was listening to. It was an interview where they were uh, interviewing a pretty hot rapper right now. And they were asking, like, oh, so, you know, you grew up in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. No. You know, you probably had a rough, you know, like, you know, single mom and. I think I know the rapper you're talking about. And yeah. he, he might be from, he might be, uh, he might be from Jacksonville, the guy you're talking about. Because I was listening to Is it Wyatt Melly? Not Melly, no, no, definitely not him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he, uh, gosh, forgot his name, but they had, I think I'm thinking of the same interview. Yeah. They were interviewing, they asked him the same questions that everybody else asked him. He was like, no, nah, I had a, had a good lifestyle. Like, yeah, two-parent household. Yeah, like. I didn't have to, I didn't want for nothing. Yeah, like, like I played basketball, like. I mean, I just, I can rap, it, you know. I think that stereotype of you having to come to that background yeah, has to be, has to be changed. Definitely. Man, and, and so you say, you know, the, the, the degree, yeah. the extracurriculars, the frat, it don't, it don't take away from any of your credibility. No, nah, I feel like if anything, it'll uh, motivate somebody that's in my predicament. You know what I'm saying? You got an average dude in someone's neighborhood that want to rap, but he in school. So I feel like I can relate to them type of um, people. That's what my music going to touch. I feel like that's my name. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to be right back to the On My Way podcast with your man, LBJ. I'm sick and tired of the pain. Sick and tired of the rain. I got down, man. My life is going to change. Like when it going to change, when well, I'm finally get some fame. But fuck the fame, man. I really want to change, boy. I want a bigger chain on my neck. Something like an ice cube and link all on my chest. I ain't Superman, so ain't no S on my chest. Thank Lord for the blessing that took away the stress. These niggas got their money up. I'm still fucked up. I just trying to get up. And I done locked up. I find a hustle, then I find a grind, then I switch it up. So the boys pull up and just fucking hit me up. LBJ, what they call me is just because. Had to get the money and go hard, nigga, just because. Boy, I miss my brother. Doing it for my sister. Doing it for my future kid, nigga. You get the picture. I remember cold nights, no AC. We had the whole tight just to stay warm. The storm cutting off the whole lights. Walk the bus, now I'm riding on this. And we're back here on the On My Way podcast with your boy Perno the Great. Man, it'd be easy. And our yeah. special guest, LVJ. What's good? What's happening? So, what's Just Because? Just Because is a movement. And we made it to a label. It started when we was all back in high school in Miami. Okay, so it's been around yeah. for a while then. Yeah, we, we like, me and JD, shout out to JD. He my artist. Yeah, he my yeah. dog. Um, basically, we was in high school, you know. Every time we would do something, like, say, like, some new joy and just drop the song. Like, damn, I feel a caught that, man. You feel a caught that. Like, yo, I'm going to do it just because. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah, just because. Yeah, so it's pretty yeah. much just like it sound, man. Yeah, for real, for real. Okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, what what brought you to, like, start your label? That accident, for real. And I want to be a business owner. And I always, like, me and all my friends and my homeboys, like, as a collective group, we all got a talent. Like, 
I'm good with music. My dog good with beats. My dog take photos and all that stuff. So I'm like, one day I was just working a summer job in a warehouse or something. I'm like, man, fuck, I'm tired of working, man. Ooh, I'm to make a business or something. I'm like, man, damn. I make a label, bro. Like all of us know something we could do that could contribute to the label. So why not? Then just because I started. So, so who's y'all part of it? It's me, my brother, JD, D, Jeff, my dog Taff, right now. So what did your brother contribute to? He just he do all like the, the managing and networking and stuff for us for for right now. Okay. Yeah. So like. Y'all own it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not like, you know, y'all a division or anything. Y'all, y'all got your own. Yeah. And that good. That has to be a lot easier in this industry, having your own instead of, like, having to depend on somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I don't know, just being just being my mama's son, I ain't no, like, dependent type of person. I'm a very independent. Like, I don't ask my parents for nothing since, like, probably, like, seventh grade. So, like, yeah, basically, like, I like being independent, like. Don't get me wrong now. You come with that check and <laughs> talk about something, but I like being independent. I don't like depending on nobody. I like being in my own little circle and stuff. So what did they, like, when you came to them with the idea of just you guys, like, coming together, like, what was the first reaction? Shoot, the first reaction, I had made a group <laughs> on, on, on the iMessage and named it Just Because. And I'm like, man, shoot, you trying to be a part of the label or whatever, like, let me know, tight jump. And, like, that's when it, like, started. That's good, man. Like, yeah, yeah. what sets? You as LBJ as well as just because as a label apart, like what's y'all niche and what's your niche? All right, my niche is just being an artist. Just because it's a brand, like we don't do just music. We got YouTube pages. We got photographers. We can do videos, whatever you need. Different, like you know, family events, socials, or whatever the case may be. So, me personally, I'm just the artist. You know, just because it's like the actual brand. Like I'm like I'm have my clothes and like stores and stuff like that. I see myself doing that like longevity with my label. Okay. So are you are you in the process of like signing artists outside of like your group? Yeah. We've been talking to a few people, but um as far as right now we've just been focusing on each individual artist we have now in our projects. How many artists do you guys have? J D and my dog uh, Jeremy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So like what do you what steps do you take to grow your brand, both like I say personally and as a as a label, as a group? Personally, I be trying to network with people. Like that's why I like being out here in Pensacola, cause like I'm so close to different states and cities and stuff. And I joined a fraternity for that reason as well. I know it could and be easier for me to network. So networking for me and for just because you know I just be on the page trying to know promote it, tell people to follow the page, more content coming out, stuff like that. You know, it was hard in the past to release content due to the fact that I was still in school. Then you know I was joining another fraternity and stuff like that. So. But as far as, you know, just because it's a brand, I'm trying to have it like, not have it like, but it could be like up there like with Sniper Gang and stuff like that. I like that, man. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, one thing I always say about the music industry, is so cloudy. You got to have something that stands you apart. Something that yeah. makes you... Like a distinct. Yeah. Yeah. That make people think, I need to stick with just because. I need to stick with LBJ. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's so many people trying to do this, are doing this. Like, you got to mm-hmm. stand up. Yeah. Why do you think so many artists go towards the route of being signed by one of those larger labels like uh it's like universal atlantic atlantic in the school with all the yeah. people yeah i mean shoot just get that exposure you know if you get more exposure you get more networking more money and more business opportunities when you sign to a bigger you know platform so that's why why people do it i don't like me personally I don't mind doing it but at the same time 
if I sign something, I don't know exactly what you getting, what I'm getting in the day because I'm not doing it just for myself. I'm doing this for my family as well. I'm thinking on Jeffrey, like my kids and their kids, kids, stuff like that. Definitely. So yeah. what would you say is the hardest part about all of this, man? But the, um, the music industry? Yeah. Um, I feel like the hardest thing is just finding the pieces of the puzzle to get it together so things can start flowing the way you want it to. Because like, you could have one person like, man, yeah, boy. I record you, da da da. I'm gonna get you right. Uh uh-uh. uh. You go to the studio, you get right. Then you're like, dang, where the track at? Ain't no track. Or you waiting for the track to come? So it's like that, stuff like that. And just gotta remember, you know, being an artist, you go on track certain people, certain females, and stuff like that. You gotta distinguish, you know, she for me or he for me or he just trying to use me or he just want me to, you know, for benefits and stuff like that. So you just gotta be real, like, careful with that. But I learned that from Miami, so I ain't even tripping. Definitely. I know, like, you know, another thing I'd imagine would be very difficult is separating that personal from business thing, you know, especially yeah. starting something with your friends that you've been friends with for so long. Yeah. It's a time to joke around. It's time to, you know, be friendly and it's time to get work. You get on our grind. To, you know, yeah. Do your job. Definitely. 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 Um, so, like, what's the next step? The next step is um, 456. That's my EP. I'm going to be dropping. It's called 456. You got to project your date? Yeah. July third. July third. Okay, okay. So yeah. I got some some to listen to in the summer. Why July third? July third, just because it gave me a good time frame to get everything done, all the paperwork, clearance for beats and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long? Like it takes a long time to get clearance for beats and stuff. No, it don't. It's just sometimes you know you get a beat for somewhere. You gotta talk to that producer. Cause I like to do business first. Cause I ain't trying to drop a song, say the song blow up. Now the producer hot because I ain't hit him up. Now he's trying to sue me and stuff like that. So I'm trying to like get prepared for all that type of stuff. You know, I've always been curious about that process. I, I really haven't heard being much of an issue until I was a little older. Yeah. What is the process of like getting a beat, using it, and then like the permissions and the mm-hmm. the payment and stuff like that? It depends on because like you could either lease a beat, you know, like how you lease a car, or you could um, get exclusive. We get a beat exclusive, then you pay for that beat. That beat is only yours. Nobody else could use it. So okay. it's like, it's like a copyright type yeah. deal. Or you could, um, what's the, the first the, the first option? Another option is like you could just use the beat, but you ain't buy the beat. Like on YouTube, people go on YouTube, they don't buy the beat. They can only really sit like on stuff like, you know, YouTube or SoundCloud. You mm-hmm. can't make no profit off of it, basically. So basically you're just doing it for fun at that Yeah, point. for fun. Yeah, or just doing it just to build your fan base up. So at that point, it's just simply to get one in the house or learn to do it yourself. Man. Yeah, for real. For a lot cheaper sound. Like That'd be the hustle, though. That's what I like. That's you how know. Kanye got on. Yeah. Making his own? Producing his own stuff. beats. And, like, he was selling them out of his, out of his what, the apartment for the low. Mm-hmm. And then more and more artists tried to come to him. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those artists, like you said, uh, you said DMX, correct? Yeah. As one of the artists, like, I, most people don't don't turn to DMX as a, yeah, as yeah. one of those artists. Like when you said that, I was like, hold oh, on, what? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Why, why DMX? Cause man, my my dad, man, that man said I had to listen to uh, <laughs> blood of my blood of my blood, no flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, my fault. That's the name of the album, and I listen to it like all the time on track practice, football practice. So he just grew on me. You know, like you listen to music, it just grow on you. Yeah, I started yeah. learning the words, the beats, and all that stuff. So, and then the message on DMS he sends, in my opinion, is very powerful. You know, he talk about you no know, God, you know, living life right and begging for forgiveness and stuff like that. That's something I, I strongly like agree with. So. Yeah. I like that, I mean, listening deeper than just the music. Yeah, like, I love all type of music, don't get me wrong, but the type of music that keep me, you know, going and music that have meanings, 
Like something that could last. Like ten years from now, I I listen to it, it still give me that same feeling. Like and that's 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 when you got good music too. Yeah, you can get that feeling from something that you listened to ten years ago. You be like, okay, yeah. I still got, that I still got that feeling. Yeah. yeah. So like, what balances you, man? Like you know, uh, like in the rap world, you know what I'm saying? You gotta like gotta be in this mindset, feel this mindset, do this mindset. What balances you up? Um, what balances me? It's probably you know my family and hanging out with, like my LBs or just doing normal stuff, you know, it balanced me out for real because, to be honest, music is very stressful when you're trying to know, create a, a song to catch a certain ear or a song to deliver a certain message. It's kind of hard sometimes. So, it definitely my, my, my family, they keep me grounded and my mama, she keep me humble and hungry. Is yeah. that support uh, for your mom? You say it keeps you hungry. Was that there when you first started out? Say again? The support that you had, like, when you said, I want, I want to go rap, mm-hmm. like, was that support still there and, like, moving yeah, forward? Yeah, of course. My mama, she been behind me 24-7, 24-8, like, no matter what I do, my mom would be right there. Yeah, so. And that's be good, man. Yeah. It really has to be good, especially doing this, you know, the parents like, oh, I don't like all that cussing. Like yeah, no, nah, that's one thing she don't play about. Like, <laughs> yeah. That cursing, like, I make sure when I write songs and stuff, like, I don't have that, like, no, no cursing. Like, most of my songs don't really have cursing and if I do curse in my song, I probably feel some type of way about it. Because I got nephews and nieces at the same time. They listen to my music, too. So I think about that as well. But, I mean, I'm a curse here now. You know, it's just part of being an artist. But I try to keep it as clean cut as possible. So I play it for my mama. She be like, okay, I like this song. You know what I'm I think the fact that you're, you're so aware of what the impact of the music can be is, uh, is, is something that I think a lot of new artists don't try to consider. You know, yeah. and, you know if I've cursed this much or... You know, I'm not thinking about what these kids are gonna hear. I'm thinking about, oh, am I gonna get a dollar from it? Yeah, you know, yeah. And so your impact on on the music industry is pretty good. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like your favorite piece of work that you've done yourself so far? Sure. That's out right now. I feel like you know, as far as me being on the feature, riding with my dog JD, that was the first, very first song I made. As far as the single, uh, Love and Lust, because I actually just uh, shout out to KG by the way. He all produced, uh, he made a beat for me, and I just had a chorus. I just freestyled the whole song that day when I did it. So, part of them two tracks, but I got, you know, most stuff in the arsenal for y'all on my EP. I got a um, shout out, y'all finna hear all day at back ends on my EP. That's two new singles I made. I like them. So. Thank you, man. You know, not too, too many people know, but I know you definitely do. You know, you just uh, joined our. Uh, brand as well, the On My Way Radio brand. You know, it'll be coming out here real soon. Yes, sir. So, what does that mean to you? You know, getting the opportunity to expand your network, expand your yeah. skills, and move up to that next level. What it mean to me? I'm grateful that you came to me for it. Cause I mean, to be honest with you, I just know how it is with people. You know, with people who make businesses and stuff like that, they be all like, oh, I don't know that now. But you know, you took a risk and you asked me. And I accepted it, of course. But as far as the branding, I like to see something small grow big. And I'm seeing the, the bigger picture of the brand. So that's what made me so attracted to it. And it puts the opportunity to networking with other artists in Florida and other states as well. So I had everything for it. Like it, man. You know, uh, I, I really firmly believe that, you know, in anything, you really got to you know have a good amount of faith and trust. You yeah, know what I'm saying? To get at something ground level, mm-hmm. you know, and. You know, you know it has the possibility of helping and, and you know turning over. 
but you just gotta stick with it. So we definitely appreciate you. you know yeah, appreciate y'all giving us the the opportunity to advance your career. You know. Yeah. So thank you for believing just because. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. So we we like the kind of in the podcast towards the end of the podcast with uh, mm-hmm. a question, which is, what's most important to you, like in your drive? Is it do you do it for the passion? Do you do it for the profit? Or do you do it for the purpose? I do it for my family, and I'm doing it for my unborn kids. My music will be my dictionary to my kids, so when I'm dead and gone, they can still hear my voice. Cool, cool. I like that. That's yeah. a solid. I really like it, man. Thank y'all for tuning in once again to the On My Way podcast with our exclusive interview. All right, with LVJ. Yo, yo, shout out just because. Man, tell tell the people where to find you. Man, find me on Instagram, LV underscore J-A-Y. Um, the link to my label is on my bio as well. And um, yeah, I follow the boy, man. I'm finna take off, man. Straight up, follow the boy shit. And we appreciate your time once again, man. I'm your main man, the Big Easy. Pernell the Great. Hey, man. And we just had a, another great episode of the On My Way podcast. Stay tuned what we got going on. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Tell all your friends, your people, your auntie, them, people at the church about us, man. Look, again, subscribe and share. <laughs> subscribe and share. Subscribe and share. If you're going to like it, you might as well share it. And shout out to uh, On My Way Podcast for giving the opportunity, man. Shout out just because, man, we're on the movement. We're going to be on our way, bro, for real. Hey, man, shout out to my ace dog in the room, too, man. Go ahead and give him a follow. Tstokes.25. Underscore 25. Yeah, T-Stokes underscore 25 on the IG, man. Give him that a follow. He's going to end up on the podcast, too. Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, man. And we out.